Hi, everybody. Welcome to Kaleidoscope, a homeschooling parent's perspective, the very first episode. And wish you all a very, very, very happy Holi from me, Sulbha, and my friend. Hi, Andrilla. Hi, Andrilla. Hi, everybody. Happy Holi. So today uh, is the Holi uh, day and we thought that what could be really colorful that we could speak about and we decided that there cannot be anything more colorful than our journey into the homeschooling life. So we thought that for the next few series we would talk about uh, the different colors of homeschooling. Yeah. So, uh, so Audrilla, I think our audience are, some of them are old parents who know about homeschooling, but there might be quite a few who do not know about homeschooling. True. So would you like to share what is homeschooling for you? So uh, like you said, that the reason also I want to just state that to everybody where Sylvan I came up with this thought that we should do this series is that while um, a lot of us have got into homeschooling um, because of several reasons and you know most often we may not exactly know what is homeschooling because there's nothing to know to honestly as uh, you know it is a journey that you individually as a family take and um, I have always been asked as the Silva has been a homeschooling mom from the day one. Uh, I have been a homeschooling mom who has shifted out of the schooling system when my daughter was in fourth grade. So for me, it was uh, quite a, a journey in the sense that, you know, not knowing what is this entire world about to be absolutely comfortable and in love with this uh you know, world of homeschooling. So yeah, that's been the journey. And I think uh, hopefully uh, we could hear you, yeah. Sultra, what exactly you have to say about it. Well, uh, my uh, homeschooling journey, as you correctly mentioned, Andrela, is not something that I knew and was very sure that I want to do this. One thing that I wasn't sure is I didn't want to do conventional education. That was very clear, but I never knew that there is something called as homeschooling until I actually uh, was into it for a couple of years. Only after that, I discovered, okay, that whatever I'm doing with my child actually has a term to it, you know, and it's called homeschooling. So that was a very interesting kind of a discovery. And I think uh, that also is what homeschooling is about, right? Homeschooling is more of self-learning, exploring, and uh, I think just getting your path made by yourselves, right? It's not like a ready-made thing that you walk on. So yeah, that's been our journey for 13 odd years now. And uh, it's been very rewarding. And as you said that we as a family are absolutely in love with homeschooling. So because we can see the benefits in our kids. So we enjoy it. So for me, it was all about, uh, you know, one fine day. And I don't think we even thought that we, it would be a homeschooling. We just knew that the system that she was in, which was a very formal school system, wasn't working out and wasn't working out to a large extent because the temperament my daughter had, the free uh, spirited temperament, that was uh, either she had to really keep that aside to fit into the structure or uh, she would always be termed as the one who hasn't settled in school, you know. So either you get labeled or you change, either or. And both weren't comfortable by me because I felt that that wasn't uh, how I 
so much child so i took her off school on a absolutely 153 am watching a video um on a jay krishnamurti uh, education system in bangalore and i said that i will not wake her up today at 6 am and i didn't and my husband woke up and i said i don't think i want to send her to school and uh, uh, you know red like we say symbolize war <laughs> i don't think it was a war it was more like a cold war he had no clue where this whole process came in he's a very formal believer of formal system of education and uh, for me i had to actually educate him uh that what i am thinking and did i know homeschooling no i just thought that maybe i will put her in a system or a school which is a little more alternate so i did consider steiner i did consider j krishnamurti i did, my city didn't have that my city had uh, steiner but uh, did not have uh, j krishnamurti but there was a longer wait with steiner and um, while we were waiting and doing things um i suddenly realized all the 6 months or 9 months whatever i did with her was actually homeschooling and correct and i said okay if this is homeschooling i'm liking it and then we just got comfortable so yeah i think we should talk about the war a little more because there are parents who are who have embarked or want to embark and uh, probably the system or the peer or the family isn't aware yet or you know about the unstructuredness so maybe we could just take your yeah. experience so i think with our family uh, it wasn't a war between me and my husband per se uh, because uh, somehow we were always on the same page uh, you know so there wasn't really a war between us uh, however there was a huge war between us and the family because they were just not accepting it so i come from a family of medicos and teachers primarily uh, so very well educated people and it was uh, very difficult for them to digest this whole fact that the child is never going to go to school i mean and uh, they were like okay why would you do that and i am an educationist by profession so that was another big thing that you know why would you do something like that when you know the importance of education and things like that but i had to tell them that uh, i know what goes around and i don't want him to do this um, which took a lot of time so much so that until my child was i think roughly 8 my mom used to call me every june and ask that you know okay so is this year you know have you decided that you will send him to school and i used to be like no i am not uh, so it was something like that uh, in our case but yeah there are a few dangers uh, you know which can happen uh, when uh, primarily say the spouses are not on the same page because homeschooling for us is a lifestyle change it is not a change which is temporary but a permanent change in our thinking our mindset the way we function in our house everything revolves around homeschooling so i think if the spouses are not on the same page then there are chances that you know the homeschooling journey may have more bumps than it had in our cases so maybe a uh you know before a family decides to homeschool maybe they should contemplate they should do a little research find out whether this is working for them which we typically call the deschooling phase in uh terminology True. perspective True. yeah so i also should... came up with this uh, heard later right 
and totally agree with you that there is has to be a phase between and especially like i said in our case we got her off school and it was a very prominent very um conventional school you know so uh, getting off um while uh, for the all the uh, you know, free spiritedness that I speak of, or all the instinct, uh, following your instinct I speak of, I myself went through, um, you know, an unsure face, because nobody around me was actually um, off school at all. Right? I, we come from a little um, marketing creative background. So we did have friends, kids who were going to uh, alternate uh, system of education but i did not know anybody who was not doing schools community to talk to or know other fellow uh, homeschooling parents was a very important component uh, out there but also that whole thing of de-schooling you know like understanding that homeschooling will not be another school like my first six months i think what i did was um try to replicate school at home you know, yes. and also have that anxiety that um, maybe my daughter isn't learning what, oh, maybe the school would have. So I would go and get school books. I would ask my friends, her, my daughter's classmates, parents to send them the curriculum for the next year and, you know, look at the syllabus. And then I, it took me six, seven months, eight months to realize that this is not going to happen. This will never be, um, but that phase, um, is the phase like you rightly said is the de-schooling phase where as a parents also we need to be you know settling it down before the child settles down and you know i want to just address it here that that point of time when i got my daughter off school for that almost a year okay seven eight months at least for she didn't even want to do anything to do with books you know and i was on a plane where i wanted to do everything with books because i got her off school so the pressure was on me uh, my husband was like okay as long as she's learning i think you should be good enough you know but learning money what form of learning so i was also on the spree and she was completely off books and everybody who's been in the system for in the homeschooling process told me that wait it will set it out but you know as a mother's instinct parent instinct you don't think it's going to set it out and you feel what if it doesn't yeah but i just want to put it out there that it does settle down a child is very curious uh as a nature yes. and they do pick up things they do pick up things which they love and they will show you that this is what i love you just have to pick that cue up right have you ever come across that moment silpa uh well uh yeah uh because as i said i come from an education background and let me put it out there we were not homeschooled right so the only pattern of learning that we know of is uh, through books. Uh, so it took me a while to understand. But the only advantage that I had was I started the journey very young. So uh, there was no comparison or there were no set um, you know, expectations from that child at that moment. So anything and everything that I could give him, I was giving him. 
but i i still uh, sometimes today have that thing that okay i want him because i'm an ambitious mother maybe because that's the case that i feel okay let him do this let him do that uh, so i think that was something uh, which was a bit dangerous which is not supposed to happen actually uh, but i was doing that for a very long time and it took me lot of time to realize that no let me do things that he likes more than what i would want him to do so um it takes a while uh, it's not that we are you know doing homeschooling with a manual and you know there are some procedures to follow it's not like that it's a very self exploring thing as i said earlier also um, so it takes some time and uh, i think once we leave the child be um, they just give us the cues what they need uh, but we need to be like observing parents that is something that we need to do and uh, ultimately homeschooling is a very courageous decision so you know no matter how much you want to do it right sometimes there is pressure from outside as you said that you know what if my child is not doing it or is she lagging behind that fear is always there uh, and which is very true which is very natural you know so i think we need to also address that very soon that okay it's all right even if having said that i want to just put yeah. it out on a different note yes. um i say it every time with a lot of fun but i mean it you know like i have asked people have asked me this question that it must be really tough or like i said that it must be really worrisome if your child isn't in school but trust me i worried more when she was in school and i worked harder far harder than she was in school because uh, school had this whole system of you know uh, projects and homework and she had to get her a's other those ptms where teacher would say oh she can do better but she isn't doing it these are her areas and then i would come back um, you know like freaking out like my child me would suddenly wake up for two weeks and say let's study let's study let's do this let's do that only because of the pressure so when i home school it was almost like you and uh, taking the whistle of the uh, cooker you know so i feel that uh, uh, for the schooling parent to far more and take far more um, pressure or stress than being in a homeschooling system the fear of not learning is far more when my daughter was in school yeah. than she is now Yeah. there is no benchmark there is no right. report card there is no 10 other kids you are comparing with so every time and i want to put it out this way out here today that you know the red we spoke about red as passion you know so following the passion of your child so i uh, my daughter has a blog and um, so when she was young and she did not want to write she was i think that time 10 and she didn't want to write at all you know no form of writing so i and she wanted to obviously little bit on social media i was in very comfortable so i said chalo let's blog you know and um uh, that is where the blogging came in and she would make short videos and i would tell her you now write the script and you write your articles and a child who would not write two sentences proper sentences in her answer paper could write say like a good 700 words to 1000 words uh, on a topic you know so on a topic of a choice and that time butterflies were her choice so i think following the passion and marrying that i think 
that make, makes a lot of difference. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, living the passion is, it, it's all about passion, you know, like, uh, because I know, like, so my kid can be on the laptop and do things for hours together without getting bored is because his heart is there, you know. Um, but on, on the contrary, if I tell him to, you know, maybe, uh, so he's an auditory learner. So he wouldn't pick up a book and read, but he will sit and listen to you if you read out for hours together so you know you need to just find out what they like what they want to do and maybe you know just channelize that energy there I think then it's a very happy uh phase and uh, it trick them is that yeah. what to use <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> so all the parents especially mothers you know how we trick them to eat uh, vegetables inside parathas <laughs> homeschooling is like that you pick them to study in the garb of things that they like to do I think uh, so uh, on that note Silva it was very you know like very heartening when I look back that time my daughter used to be in love with uh, insects and butterflies you know you know that so uh, I uh, enrolled her in one course which was actually she was what she was 10 years old then and um there was a course which was to do with uh, adults. It, 16 plus was the minimum criteria and everybody in that course was adults. 30, 28, 30, 35, 45. And it was led by this uh, very prominent gentleman. He's known as the Butterfly Man of India, uh, Isaac Kinker. And uh, when we, and I need to watch Foundation was the, uh, who was hosting this course and I applied for Danya. So initially they were very skeptical, you know, like for a 10 year old to, you know, apply for a thing. But she did it. She did it. She did it really well. And they so for a child who was termed that, oh, she doesn't want to study at all the same child doing a full-fledged workshop meant for adults and writing those essays and conducting those research putting them in excel and i must tell you she was not one of those you know top of students of the class she was this child who would when teacher was taught teaching she would say can i go to the washroom so when she was little i must tell you this she was little and every 15 minutes she would say i would have to go to the blue break and one day school teacher followed her and they saw that she went to the bathroom uh, and was dancing happily in front of the mirror and came back so that's the child who was doing this so i think that passion of red i think that is where uh, you know following that as a parent if you can pick that and let them bloom, they will do all of it, reading, writing, math, uh, geography, everything, but you have to circle it around that passion of theirs. That's true. Um, also, you know, if it, it also helps, you know, when we, uh, like, say, for exa example, for me, academics was equally important. Uh, like, not that I didn't want him to uh, do nothing with academics. That was never uh, my thing. But what I remember of his childhood was we used to pick up themes and we used to do a lot of unit studies uh, around his interest areas because naturally he was very curious. And uh, the biggest mistake that we parents do uh, who are schooled is that we think it's not in the book. So, you know, it wouldn't come to a child's mind, but it's exactly the opposite. They are very curious. So they ask you a lot of questions. And I had uh, taken this vow to my own self that I'm never going to give him illogical answers. 
I am going to give him logical answers. Whether he understands or he does it is not my thing. Because I remember when he was very small and um, I gave him a color, a color sheet and uh, he made the clouds purple. And, uh, you know, my teacher instinct at that time was like, okay, black I understand, uh, blue I understand, white I understand, purple, why would he make purple, you know? I was thinking and I asked him that I said, what do you think, uh, why did you do this? So he said, it's Aurora. I said, what is it? I didn't realize that he's heard somewhere this term about Northern Lights and he wanted to talk about that, you know? And I was That's like, beautiful thing. And I was taken aback. I was like, okay, where did he hear about Northern Lights? Like, I have not spoken to him about it. And, uh, and then I discussed this with my husband the other day. I said, you know what? He made the clouds purple. And when I asked him, he said, these are the Northern Lights. And where did he hear? He said, yeah, we were reading our story. And uh, it was uh, something in the story that came up. And through that. So I'm like thinking that, you know, see, learning will happen anyway. Uh, that was a very big uh, cue for me that, okay, learning is happening and I don't need to worry about anything, you know. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there are many, many incidences like this where we realize that, okay, my child is learning beyond uh, books, beyond uh, his age. As you correctly said that she was able to do something which an adult is able to do is primarily because you have not limited her. Um, true books. true books and that you know whole thing about like you said that age criteria you know if this is the age they have to do this or right. this is the age right. i think that um somewhere every child doesn't follow the same path you know they want to explore and do different things so um i think that is also a very important uh right uh, Andula, uh, they say that red is also a color of sacrifice uh, and sacrifice is you know very crucial in homeschooling so would you like to comment on uh, what like I tell you I say this all the time that I feel I sacrifice far more when she was in school than she's in homeschool okay because I'm comparing this because I have like 50 she, she is now 13 so technically she would have been in 8th um, we got her off mid of fourth so a significant number of years she was in school and uh, you know she went through the formal system of uh, play school to mother toddler mother toddler to play school to all of that and then boom nothing you know so I feel that I think the sacrifice there was more than now because now it is following the natural instincts right the things that she likes but yeah to the extent sacrifice possibly um to i don't know to let her be i think um as the, you know the sacrifice of i don't know actually i don't think i sacrificed anything. okay no because uh, many parents uh usually come up with this question that Sulma, we uh love to we would love to homeschool but you know we'll have to sacrifice so much on our personal front uh so your i would just like to address that yeah sacrifices are there because definitely your child is with you 24 by 7 so you know uh, there are a lot of it. I think lockdown made it very clear that you know um, it's a fun thing yeah, to have I mean whether you liked it or not your child was there 24 by 7 exactly you know? so <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything as long so I think you know I really feel like this that now that you're saying 
that you know when your child is in a system you know formal education system uh, your child is away it's the education system is away from the home you know and there's a clear demarcation but when the child is at home if you include the child in the home in doing everything that you're doing then the sacrifice doesn't come in Right. But if you keep the part that you know, abhi, this is her time to study. Uska padne ka time hai, to main TV nahi dekhungi. Now those are sacrifices my mother made for me. You know, she wouldn't watch television because I had to uh, study. Or she wouldn't go out because my exams were there. I think those are far larger sacrifices for us. It yes. was like. Um, if I'm doing something, she's part of it, right? If I'm cooking, she's part of it. If I'm cleaning, we're we're all part of it, you know. Or if so, I didn't feel actually that it was actually that way a sacrifice. It was more like including keeping her age in mind, or rather not keeping her age in mind, including her into our space like a, as a unit, family unit, and doing things. Whoever is uh, able to do what, I think that makes it more seamlessly. And I think lockdown taught us that all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it did. And also, what I feel like these people who have apprehensions, I would like to address it right now. That if you have any apprehensions as to I am working, my husband is working, so how do we homeschool? So there are ways out. Like I have been a full time mom, a full time working parent, uh, and a full time homeschooler at the same time. So it is very much possible. So was Andrea. uh she has been doing it all so it is possible and as uh, she mentioned correctly that if you include the children in our everyday being as a part of your unit then uh, you know things just happen also i feel it is very important to communicate with your child about how you feel at this point because uh you can't uh, put up a face and say that you know i can do it all you're not a superhuman uh so you can't so at times you need to address it to your child and tell the child that you know it's not my responsibility to entertain the child 24 by 7 because many misconceptions Anybody's are there any responsibility yeah Anybody, even the school you know like i Nobody have to say yeah like i'm bored like correct bored so What what does the school do? What does the teacher do? Like I'm bored in a class. She anyway, the teacher wasn't there supposed to entertaining you. Exactly. But bored in the sense what? Okay, you're bored. Figure it out. So I think that constant need, you know, to uh, engage yeah. and entertain that has It's not required. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Even, it's I want to um ask yeah. you a thing, Silva, in this color of red that. Um, How did you manage, uh, or did you face did did Israel face peer conversations? You know that he was never in a school. How did you prepare that, uh, or did it lead to any kind of anxiety with, uh, or any kind of uh, unsureness within him that you know he's never gone to school? Well, I was blessed on that front <laughs> because of the setting that I was in. Uh, so we lived in a bungalow, which was typically in a little outskirt of Pune. Uh, so he didn't really have any kids his age. So the only people that were in our uh, locality, so we had just thirty bungalows, and most of the bungalows were retired old people. So my kids' uh, childhood has been with adults. 
grandparents you can say who have been uh, very loving to him and very accepting so fortunately he never had to answer anybody that why aren't you going to school um, because i think uh, for grandparents i mean that age no they're just so giving they're so loving so they used to just accept it and he he was a child so this was another thing which many parents asked that you know if your child is homeschooled uh, socializing will never happen or the child will be very fearful to talk to people on the contrary my child was very confident from the beginning in fact age was never a criteria i could see uh, other children when they used to come and they, you know they used to see an adult they used to just move into a shell and not be very comfortable talking on the contrary my child was like hey hello uncle what's up you know uh, kind of a thing because he never felt that there's a barrier uh age was never a barrier so i think it was in fact a better journey for him uh and no judgments and uh, when he grew up also and you know he was in different classes and he knew that there are children who go to school i don't remember even a single day that he asked me that mama why am i not in school or uh that could also be because i used to take him to my workplace so kind of i don't know whether he knew it he don't he didn't knew it but uh, he was with me in my classroom uh and i had a setup where you know my principals were also sweet and they let my child be around and i remember israel entering into any class throughout the day uh and when i used to have a break lunch break and i used to ask what uh, you know the pure uncle you know exactly which class is he sitting on so some day i used to find him in grade 7 some day in grade 10 uh, so he was all over the place yeah so for us uh, it was a little different journey now okay. uh, initially obviously uh, she was in school right so when she got off school um while she was very okay with it and we were all okay with it but obviously there will always be that one child uh, in the building of so we yeah. lived in high rise stars so there were a lot of children around you know and she was quite a friendly person so uh, you would always have that one kid or that you know one gang of kid who would come and say oh you didn't go to school so uh, or they would come and say that you know you will never learn anything so at that time i remember this movie had come about um being a space scientist right the um, uh, yeah. movie and then uh, every every child wanted to be a space scientist you know and then she was told that you know you can never be a scientist because you never go to school so my daughter came little uh, upset and said that you know mom i will never be a scientist because i don't go to school and i think that is the time i started looking out for courses which will complement her you know because also if you look at the age right group age requirement then they want an industry validation right so that's their um, uh, you know if you go by the ericsson's uh, social development uh, psychosocial development sorry so i looked out for these um, courses and this i need to watch, watch course came as a god's gift because when she got accepted and everybody was really in love with her in that class because she was the youngest and then initially they thought that you know obviously she's a child but she could have a full fledged conversation on the hmm 
work or would come up with her project. So um, they were in love, especially I always keep saying that he became his mentor. Um, Isaac Kemper became his mentor, uh, her mentor for a while. So, um, you know, I think that validation came in. And one day after completing the course, she said, well, I think I can be very successful because I can do what adults can do and my friends can't do. So my thing here is that if we can find and then you know also the thing is that like she learns music since her childhood right so while i got her off school uh, and i know many homeschooling families also children also self-learn we did not move that bit out we let her do that you know full um, discipline of learning classical hindustani classical music so which is very rigorous in its way like you have to give exam, you have a riyaz. But what happened was that, and she's very, uh, thankfully she has an extremely nice guru. And thankfully she's also somewhere has a decent voice and a, you know, a natural in inclination towards that. So she fared really well in her exams then. So when she fared well, that also gave her some kind of confidence that no i am really capable of being out there and i'm at par so the reason i'm bringing it bringing it out that if you can find besides academics if you can arm them with you know successes outside yes um, it somehow negates and then she obviously learned to give it back but i'll give you one more small thing okay so yeah. when we came we shifted during goa here and she was in the swimming thing and she actually uh, again somebody mentioned to her by then she was like a, a you know comfortable <laughs> with this entire thing so she is also a water baby so she is training right now she just completed rather her paddy certi junior paddy certification scuba dive um, deep, deep sea diving i can't say scuba diving deep sea diving course hmm. so uh, there was this little older boy i think in the uh, swimming pool and he must have said something oh you don't know so she said you know i can dive 14 feet under the sea you're like struggling with the swimming pool so i think you know that uh, when you play with their strength, now they know where they stand. Yes, you know, and, and it is important. I mean, that recognition, you know, from an outside person apart from your family is important. Because I remember, uh, Mishu was, I think, seven, um, and um, he participated in something called as Young Innovators Challenge, uh, where he came up with a very nice, unique solution uh, to a problem. So they had given us theme that you know you have to come up with come up with a real life solution and uh, we were talking to him about multiple things that he could do and uh, that time he was too much into robotics and electronics which today also he is but uh, a little more he was at that time uh, so he came up with a solution of course with the help of his uh, mentor uh, where uh, they made an unmanned railway station gate uh, using piezo sensors and uh, that was a wonderful thing. And they also gave him a chance because he was a very talkative person inherently. They also gave him a chance to anchor the entire show. And that time there were about 50 odd school children who had participated with big teams and big projects. And this child carries a small little project, you know, with the railway uh, and it was a working model and he carries it and very confidently. So the people who came to judge and what happened, the best part is uh, about problem solving, right? So uh, he 
because he's a little clumsy fellow till date, he dropped the whole thing. Okay. And when he dropped the whole thing, the railway um, wheel, it was very sensitive and the railway wheel broke. Now, me being the mother, I was in complete panic state. This child quickly goes to his bag, removes a clay and puts it as a wheel. He was done. Like he didn't panic for a second. He just problem solved. But he didn't realize that it was a sticky thing. He was a seven-year-old child. So obviously he didn't think beyond that. And uh, he didn't realize that the wheel is like the clay is going to get stuck in the thing. Um, thankfully, we had a recording of the video prior as a backup. I don't know why we had done that, but we had the recording as a backup. And uh, he, he uh, so when the judges came just before that this had happened and I was like, okay, now it's just gone because he wouldn't be able to explain it without the uh, wheel moving, you know. Uh, and he said, okay, by the way, I've just put the clay wheel right now. So you will not see it moving, which I will show you in the video. But this is how it happens. It goes away. And he explained the whole process without any panic and then he also had the sense of presence of mind to play the video for them so I think it was just you know they just learn this natural problem solving when you give them that space you know when you're not he also feeding. won this innovation yes. challenge yes, yes. right he, came yeah, yeah, he also got the first prize for that yes so it, it's, I also feel, you know, that when they're, it's this, uh, is this true? Um, at least I feel so that when they're off school, they get to follow their natural, in, uh, you know, inclination and they tend to do really well. You know, it's like that strategy of, you know, uh, strengthen your strength kind of a. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the more we talk about it, I mean, the more we will be able to kind of, you know, uh, keep it up for the next uh, coming sessions. But I would like to conclude, like, red is the color of love. Uh, and uh, I think that is the most important thing when you're homeschooling. Uh, you need to just pour a lot of love to your child. And just let them be because ultimately that is what they need. And that is what each one of us needs. Why only them? I mean, each one of us needs unconditional love without blaming them, without tagging them. Just acceptance, pure acceptance is what they require. Uh, so that is what I would like to say. Andrela, you would like to add something? To I'd this? like I had to mention to you, for me, red also is that signal color of stop. Yes. And I yes. think, uh, you know, for us as a homeschooling, and uh, if you could just stop and take, you know, like understand which way we are going and yeah. take that route, analyze, take the detour, take the turning or go straight whichever way. But I think it made us stop and look at my child from where she was rather than all the colors that I came with you know all the expectations or the societal um, coloring sure. and everything so i think uh, some point whether you even choose to school uh, that's also you need to just take that pause and stop and then evaluate that what is the right thing not every child wants to be at home you know there are children who thrives being in a formal academic system so to take that call at the best interest of your child, I think red symbolizes that for me a lot. 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for all the parents who are listening to us today, uh, these are a few of your takeaways uh, on the color red and our homeschooling journey. Uh, pause, love your children, think, slow down a bit. Uh, life is too big. Uh, it's not too short. Yeah, follow, let them follow their passion. Be at the war, but you'll find a way out. So, yeah, this is all that we want to And convey. fight for them if need be. Yeah, fight for and them. And fight yeah. with them if you need. Yeah, actually. And be true to your... I mean, be honest with your feelings. Uh, maybe with your children, maybe with yourself. That's also very important. That if you think it's something that is fearful and you have your apprehension, speak it out. It's okay to, you know, not be on the same page with your children, not be on the same page with your husband, not be on the same page with your family. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. So, yeah, I think uh, it was wonderful uh, catching up on this topic of red. And we have many, many more series coming up for y'all. So keep inspiring, keep exploring. Thank you so much. This is me, Andrela and Sulba signing off. Thank you. Bye. Bye.